Hmm. Yeah, I liked how you labeled the episode wrong in iTunes at first, and then you had to change it. Hello, and welcome to episode 124 of the Try Podcast. I sound like that because I'm eating falafel. And Al, say something with your mouthful. Well, I think you've heard me chewing throughout the entire time. That needs to be okay. edited. <laughs> We're not editing that out. That's staying in. No. It's staying in. You can't have sounds of my mouth sex. As Rob calls Your it. Your mouth sex? That's what Rob says when uh, he hears chewing over That's the That's what uh, it's headset. called, mouth sex? He calls it mouth sex. No. Oh, okay. Wow. And then we have Pete, who's not eating. Hell yeah. I'm not eating a goddamn thing. And why is that? Because then everyone will get to hear me be all sick and queasy and pro- possibly throw up. Why are you doing waking Pete up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. There's nothing like rolling out of bed and then just... <laughs> Starting to talk right about video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete has a strange disorder that he cannot eat when he wakes up, or else he feels sick. Yeah, if any, if there's any uh, doctors out there who can tell me what, what's wrong with me, feel free. I don't care though, because I don't mind. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. Okay, so I am your host, Austin, aka Mr. Chupon, as is known on the set, and you, you've met our lovely eating ladies, uh, or non-eating ladies as well as eating. Okay, sure. We are going to um, kick off with, let's see, I want to read this short story entry for the uh, Decidia Potion Contest from Supersonic. Uh, ooh, I have to do a word count on this puppy. One second. Okay. One sec- oh. <laughs> so we're going to One, open up Microsoft Word. Two, you may continue three, to eat, Al. Oh, good. You don't have to stop for Supersonic. Okay, I'm gonna open up the bread here so that I don't. I think you should do a live word count by hand. <laughs> Ooh, word count is five forty-five, buddy. Mm-mm. I don't. What was the What was the limit? Five hundred. What's oh. the verdict? Do we allow it? Um, I say allow this, but don't allow any past this. I would say allow the first five hundred words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> cut off whatever the other 45 are. That'd be awesome. Or just cut out 45 random words throughout it. 2, right, I'm underlining the 45 remaining words, and I'm going to talk. I'm going to read it with my mouth full. Okay. I'm gonna read the, the, the remaining forty five words with my mouthful. That sounds like so, a Okay. Okay, so this is from Supersonic and of course we will reread Ask Pro seventy three so we know what he's up against. Just by the way, anybody else who who, who wants to write in, uh, I, I mentioned this on my trilobite, which is going up tonight, which you should have already heard by now. Too late. You all suck. Uh-huh. Okay. Donald was burst out through a door and into an alleyway, floundering to find his footing as he turned around to have a thug slam swiftly the door opposite him. In a moment, all of the elements that together comprised of the alleyway, the macabre odor of blood mixed into Lady's perfume, the walls that for, ugh, for reasons best left unknown were emanating a bright green, and the incessant moaning he identified to be that of a hobo in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> 
snapped into sharp focus and with them did the mistakes of his committed and the regrets of his not yet fully felt. He sprawled up against the oozy wall just right of him and attempted to swallow this overwhelming bout of insanity. Sounds like a... I'm not gonna even go there. Unsure as to whether or not he'd buried it, he clumsily jabbed out out to his side with his arm and stumbled to the ground. Upper back and head laid against the darkest corner of the wall rear to him. His, in case anybody forgets, the guy's name is Donald. Yep. His every limb fell limp in his penis, with his eyes drooping so as to only allow him the slightest space through which to see and through which he did gaze at a haze of the grey crescent moon. Donald exhaled and absconded alongside the icy pear, the icy air, excuse me, parting with his icky, with his sticky lips to a place he suddenly, <laughs> what the fuck? He suddenly deemed to be most serene his girlfriend's bathtub. Not only was it vast and spacious and very Victorian-ish, <laughs> but it also represented to him the greatest this life had to offer in terms of human hygiene. Fluttering about in his mind were memories of how the boiling water would playfully scorch his skin and of the satisfaction of how hard soap scrubbed well and of all the different moisturizers and shampoos and lotions and lotions. <laughs> he let his mind hang on that word for it, his mind, felt as if it, the, the plural term lotions, held some important <laughs> or special meaning. I have a feeling I know what this is about. Lotions. Lotions rhyme with potions and the only occasion he recalled coming across them was in those video game things. Those video game things. Those magnificent <laughs> bundles of clangs and bells and whistles and pixels and one-ups and goombas. Hey. And mages and sages and oceans that were blue, blue, and fires that were yellow, yellow, and fields that were green, green. <laughs> At this insight, Donald came to the conclusion that the only potent pleasures he'd ever experienced in his life were those derived from his partaking in that which captivated his mind. Primarily video games. And it was at this cognition that the oozy greens and dark reds and pale blues of the brooding alleyway merged down into what appeared through the haze of moonlight as a distinctly familiar figure. It crept up closer to him until Donald felt only its presence and nothing else. He made it out to be, of all things, an elite from those Halo game things. Dog! What? What? <laughs> Pardon me. With that, it dissipated back into the reds and greens and blues and then into that which was there in the alley before. But, and this is where the 500 words get cut off. So, let's take a big scoop of falafel and... Look, he plays no mind for now. He did take note of a perhaps non-existent decision potion. That is perhaps non-existent. Eat another rice. <laughs> Elite dropped in his place. Donald snatched it up and ran home where he played Final Fantasy for the rest of the day. <laughs> Alright, so you it's, went over the limit, but... It ended weak anyway. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Well, let's read Aspros again, just for good measure. Uh, instead of a short story, this is a, a, a research essay, and it is definitely under the 500-word limit. Aspro says... In most JRPGs, hell in all JRPGs, the drill is you walk into a generic-looking store, notable only by the potion bottle sign above the door, and pick up the potions you need. The ones that give you more magic, the ones that heal you, and the ones that cure specific ailments, like having been turned to stone. 
You may think that the sage chemist behind the counter is the one that put together these potions. You'd be wrong. Potions like Dissidia are not made from all natural organic materials found in the local forest. They are, in fact, usually made in large industrial factories in Japan. No, these factories are not even in the steampunk aesthetic. They look like any other food factory neat, clean, stainless steel everywhere. In most cases, the potions you drink are not even what the label says. That Dissidia potion in your hand, it's actually a relabeled, misformulated Red Bull. It lacked the sufficient protein, so they added melamine to it. Usually they ship these off to Big Lots or Sam's Clubs or whatever. But every few years a new Final Fantasy comes out. These potions have to be shipped off to every little remote village to be sold to global sojourners. Sojourners, sorry. Not all the potions are placebos, however. Phoenix Down is the real stuff. It has to be so that if the fake potions don't work, there is an emergency break. Phoenix Down potion is very expensive to make, what with all the crushed bird testicles they shove in there. And as a result, all the gill the potion sellers make on the bad tasting generic potions is pretty much lost on their Phoenix Down shipment. So, what say you? I, I have to finish my uh, food before I decide on this one, on these two. But I want to hear you ladies' responses first. Okay. I think the writing in... Nice! Super Al, what do you think? Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I think the writing in Supersonics is very well done and very uh, entertaining and uh, like captivating in, in certain parts. And It definitely pulls you into the story, but it ends really weak. But you had to cut out those 45 words anyway. And as soon as you cut out those 45 words, he loses the word Dissidia, which, is an, which was a necessity <laughs> for the uh, a contest. That's a good point. <laughs> so I think his entry is null and void, but really, really entertaining. Oh. And the other one I'm not as impressed by, but it's still funny. And it uh, meets all the requirements of the, current, of the contest. So I think that is the current winner for now. If we get more, well, I kind of feel the same way, but I have to add that uh, Supersonic's um, story sounds like the story or the aesthetics of someone who's drunk throwing up in the toilet. So I like his imagery of what it. Wait, wait, you gotta say what you just said again. I was chewing, and the crunching sound of my ears prevented me from hearing what you said before the word toilet. <laughs> so I need more context on that one. Uh, before toilet? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I might as well just start He said that the imagery looks like, or it makes it look like someone throwing up in a toilet. Yeah, like, like basically the whole imagery and the aesthetics of his describing of the surroundings around Donald, it just sounds mm. like Donald got really drunk and was throwing up in the toilet. And uh, that's where or, the bathtub or, comes in because he was in the bathroom. Or, or, okay, let's call this Munchcast. How, how about, about I join about, What do you think about What? <laughs> no, I was going to say, it could be that he drank at the city of Potion it was disgusting and threw up. My friend. But he didn't take yeah. them until the end, after 500 words. Uh, that's true. After the... Ah, oh, this is tough. Far. What? This is tough. Oh, my God. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Wait, is this the end of the contest? Yeah, there are no more entries. Just those two. This is oh. the deadline, wasn't it? Huh? This is the deadline, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Excellent. Well... My vote is for who's the other guy? Not who's not supersonic. Aspro. Aspro seventy three. He has a pillbox in his icon. Okay, I vote <laughs> for him. 
Yeah, oh, what I'm, say I'm you? I'm gonna have to go by the uh, rules and regulations and vote fast, bro. Well, since he's already won, just for the fuck of it, I'm voting for Supersonic. Then. <laughs> Supersonic, I think you should definitely write more, but not for contests because you can't follow the rules. <laughs> Ouch! Oh, PD's meanie. All right, just just so you know, uh, Supersonic. You can find him on Facebook at Peter v- Pete Vellucci Jr. That's two L's and two C's. If you want to send him hate mail, go ahead. Oh, hey, I'm very critical about out, writing. Pete? What you going to do, huh? What you going to do? <laughs> and my falafel's done. Okay, good. So, uh, keeping on with this tradition, uh, let us continue on with the mailbag. Astro73 gives us some feedback and says... Did I oh, win yet? Did I win yet? <laughs> no, this is awesome. I'd for sure drop $10 towards you guys subjecting yourself to Street Fighter movies. I have Street Fighter the movie, the game, for Sega CD. Oh my god. I regret saying that now. I think he means Saturn, but whatever. Actually, he says I have Street Fighter the movie, but I think uh, movies don't come out on Sega CD, right? So I think he must mean the game. Right. I'm assuming so. And I, Whatever the case may be, that's pretty funny. I, I'm pretty sure he's talking about the Saturn game, because Sega CD wasn't even in production when Street Fighter movie came out. Sorry. Okay, so there's one for the uh, donation pile. Um, I don't know how I'm going to handle this because we are not a corporation nor are we for profit, and therefore us getting donations, I don't know how that's going to work. But, um, okay. Here's another mail. Here's one from Edu Buccaneer, faithful listener. It says, I started listening to the last episode when you guys talked about Dragon Quest Eight. Al said that the monsters that actually appear on field and how they're stronger and all that. I believe he hasn't reached the point in the game where those those monsters actually become relevant. Those, but those monsters are special and stronger, not to impose a level grind at certain sections, but because they are recruitable to your monster fighting team in an arena league found at some point in the story. Oh damn! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've been murdering yes. those guys. Yes, there is a bit of grinding. Like, so, so you, so you'd be like, I want to join you. No, no, you just fight them. I guess yeah. when you get to a certain point in the game, you have the option to to do more with them. Right. Yes, there is a bit of grinding like in any other game, but not as unforgiving as it might have been made out of. Those visible monsters are totally avoidable because they are part of a metagame inside DQ8. You don't even, you don't even need to take, uh, partake in arena fighting. It's, it's, fu- it's a fun thing in the though. <laughs> it's that, a fun thing in ends? the though. It's a fun thing in the though. Here. Just wanted to clarify since it seemed like it would turn you off from the game, and since I really, really like Dragon Quest Eight. I felt like you should get this bit of info. I, that's probably not going to change what I, you know, really, whether or not I play it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it like it's not, like an arena thing is not going to make me play a game. If, it, if they stick with you throughout the entire game and change up how you play the game versus other Dragon Quest or other RPGs, then yes. But if it's just like, oh, here's it. Like, like games with a casino in them, that's well and good. But, like, I'm not going to buy a game or play a game based on whether or not it has a casino. Right. You know, like, like uh, Lufia. I think had like a, uh, like a casino level. There's there some game that I was playing that had like a casino level or something like that. But like all the stuff that you had to do to get to it was really annoying. And I'm just, you know what? No, I'm not gonna sit there and do it. I'm still gonna play it. I'm just saying that this doesn't really make me feel that much better about it. But I still do want to play it because it's, you know, it's got a nice box, mm-hmm. and I bought it, mm-hmm. and it's looking at me. P.S. Where's Tony? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I haven't heard from him. And I hope he's okay. Um, the, some of you may 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 or may not know he um, um, he you know he he routinely gets you know checkups you know because you know he, he he has certain health things like like Pete and not being able to eat in the morning, 
Yeah. Except just a little except worse. worse. <laughs> a little except worse. worse. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm hoping he's all right. Um, but uh, I will send along your wishes to him. Uh, he will be happy to hear. Um, or he could just be really busy at work. Maybe. Um, we got an email from FedEx at famipow.com that says Peter Pan. Wonderful. What? For me? Huh? <laughs> Maybe. Excellent. Here, it's that familiar pink box. Maybe you need to try it. It works almost immediately, and it goes to coolofty.com. I don't remember last week we had the same type of emails. So, And we have a, uh, yes, pink box, Al, Mr. I type in chat. Uh, <laughs> he says hell vulgar. Uh... <laughs> Apparently we got some some um, some comments on our Alex Navarro tribute on YouTube, uh, and then Angela at EddieKramer.com says general health, and I see a pink box with maybe you need to try it. It works almost immediately, and the URL is Tasty Calm. Wow. Okay. And finally, we have one from Anita at Telesis.com. Which I, I I'm betting it's another pink box that says maybe you need to try it, and it's a pink box that says maybe you need to try it. Wait, and wait, the wait, URL wait, wait. is and it on goes the to wide choice. Is a pink box or yes. are they telling you about? No, it's on on the screen. There is a pink box. Oh, inside the pink box is text, and this time it says wide choice. Maybe you need to try it. Wide choice. The URL goes to leavepair. Didn't we have a wide choice before? We had the pink boxes last week. That's what I'm saying. We had wide choice last week, and this week it was something different. But now uh, now I got an email from you, Al. Huh? It's from Wilbur Davenport, but the, the email address is antipode at trigames.net. Fantastic. The subject is spam, your Cialis order. Cialis is spelled C-1-A-L-I-S. I bet you I got one of those, too, from me. Number 42110. It's sent from William Daven Wilbur Davenport, Antipode at Trigames on it, to Arturo Ross, which is also Antipode at Trigames on it. Oh, there it is. Yep. My Cialis present, order. 4211. We present zero. you a best controlled meds online pharmacy. Huge disc, disc zero unts for, for the next five, five days. days. Fentermo one knee as low as 434. 434. And one N. Val one um. Cial one S. Val four X. Yeah. Cial ones. Vic Zero Din. Yeah, Vic Zero Din ES as low as 650 and much more. Thank you for all you spammers who wrote into us. You all suck dick. Check okay. our pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> no virus found so, in this incoming message. <laughs> so, Al, since, uh, since you did not, were not able to record a trilobite this week, yet you accomplished something very awesome, can oh, you yeah. tell us about it? Sure. I finished Ninja Guide in Black. It's like 30 freaking hours of gameplay, technically. Well, power on play. The game play time was actually 10 hours. Uh-huh. Um, time out real quick. If you heard that noise, that was me clapping, not me jerking off, just so you know. Yeah, I know, because it happened at a time where somebody said, yay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, because I didn't know how it would sound in the mic, because I was clapping like very softly. Yes, yeah, I like <laughs> Squeak, squeak. Trust me. Oh, mom, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you beat uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I beat Ninja Gaiden in black for Xbox, and um, it took me like three hours to beat the last boss, which I'm very upset about. And I'm also very upset at the fact that um, I had to go and fight the boss on one life bar, where like all the other bosses 
I was fighting on, uh, you know, like with potions, all this other crap. So I actually it's had city to fight of the last boss with like true skill. Oh well, because the last boss is. I mean, I don't want to reveal anything, but I don't like fighting with skill. The last, I like cheating. It's not about fighting with skill. It's just about the fact that, like, I had to try really hard. Not that I didn't have to try really hard before, but I had to try extra, extra hard to beat this boss because. You know, I, I couldn't get the boss down to, like, low health and then be like, oh, now it's the end of the game. I can use my, you know, greater spirit elixir and I'll be at full health and I'll be able to mess up a couple of times and not just die in, like, one look. Extra, extra, extra long time. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that that was rough. And, uh... Your face is rough. No, your uh, face is rough. And your face is rough. No shade. So... That game is smooth like a. I X. got Master Ninja rank on it. Massive Ninja. Master. Oh, Master! I I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh. So I'm I'm still surprised at the fact that like I did so shittily overall, but my overall rank is the best rank for normal mode. Shittily. Period. But on normal mode, I got Master Ninja. I'm happy about it. But congratulations. Yay. Thank you, sir. Um. So now I moved on to God of War two. Five hours into that. Um. Five hours real time or five hours game time? I'm assuming that the same thing since God of War is much easier. <laughs> yeah, it's five hours real time. Um, I, yeah. I haven't really spent much time in the pause menus or whatnot. Because, you know, time still goes up then. Uh, oh, right, right. I uh, am at the point where... Where in the game? OMG, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played God of War 2 yet, which is 7,000 years old. Go ahead. Well, I, I didn't play it. Since... Spoiler alert for Pete, who hasn't played God of War 2 because it's 27 years old. Anyhow, like, um, like me. Where I am. Um, oh, well, I just got the Golden Fleets. How about that? Okay. So, that's where You I can spoil it. I don't care. Yeah, no. he's going to sleep anyways. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> completely forgot where I was because I spent the, most of the rest of the day. I, I've been up since quarter two this morning. Uh, but before that, I slept for 12 hours. So I basically would sleep slept like, two like in the a baby, and then woke up at two in the morning, played some God of War, um, I am prepared some food. War. I got my band coming over tonight, and I'm making some wings and stuff. My band's gonna come over. We are gonna rock out with our cock out. Pretty much chicken, chicken wing, and um, cock out. So I spent most of the day in Guitar Hero World Tours. Crappy ass music studio. Um, what I'm trying to do, just for fun, is um, take one of the songs that we have from you know a new band and put it into Guitar Hero World Tour. Oh, uh, good luck with that. Well, I've got all the bass in, and I've. I you actually got it to work? Yeah, I got it to work. Wow. It's it's just tedious. It's extremely, extremely I mean, I can't even describe how tedious it is. It's extremely tedious. There's, if there's no word other than extreme to mention how much extreme it is, it's extreme. See, I think the I haven't tried it and I haven't used it, but from what I've seen of it, it seems like the point was not to actually... They, they didn't really want people to be putting in songs that were already created. They wanted people creating like, you know, just freeform through the tools. Like, just, just start a recording session or whatever, and create something, and then that's it. Like, yeah, but that shit sounds horrible. Yeah, and it's it, it, <laughs> that's how you create crap. 
<laughs> oh, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I think that's what they intended. I know, that to be and they for. intended everybody to create crap. They shouldn't have put it in the damn game in the first place. Because, <laughs> I mean, all right, here's, here's how it goes. So I was thinking, okay, I'm like, all right, record in the studio. This, this is what happened, like, at, uh, let's see, what time was this? Around 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, mind you, 8 o'clock in the morning for me, you know, I've been up since 2, so that's, like that's after dinner time for me. No, that's was, peanut butter dinner time. No. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I, I pick up my guitar with a jelly. and I'm going to the studio in the in the game and whatnot, right? And so I'm just fooling around with it. I didn't even go through the tutorial yet. I'm like, let's see what it looks like just for somebody who doesn't know anything about it. Oh, boy. Um, I started trying to play notes along with like a drum track on a click or whatever. And the notes weren't coming out right. The notes weren't like I would strum and it would come out later, and then I realized that I didn't uh, set the lag. So I set the lag and then that was improved, but I still couldn't actually do what I what I was really wanting to do. It didn't come out right. And then they're like, "Oh, well, you can go into the studio and just play, and then you can go into the mixer and fine tune it." But it's not as right. easy as you think. So what's better off? What you're better off doing? Okay, Mr. PBJ time. Uh, in the chat. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Anyway, let's not get into peanut that. Peanut butter. Start it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baseball bat. Yeah, the best thing to do is to um just go into the mixer and just create all your tracks note by note by note by note. And that takes hours. I've literally been you doing this uh, Guitar Hero World Tour thing for... Uh, I guess five hours because I, yeah, actually, yeah, not even five hours, six hours because we started this cast about two in the afternoon. I started about eight and I got the bass track done after like fooling around doing a couple of tutorials and whatnot. I got the bass track down and then I started doing the rhythm guitar and then the rhythm guitar is annoying because you can only do chords. What? Yeah, you can only do chords with the rhythm guitar. So you can't actually like make a real song that has single notes in it. It has to be all power chords or clean chords, major, minor chords, stuff like that. And then the special notes, quote unquote, which are basically just really dissonant notes that are the the, the frets that are not adjacent to each other. Then you have the lead guitar, which is only single notes. So it, it, it you can't even do uh like bass chords. You can't do chords on the lead. It, it's really, really not ready for what for prime you know, for time. Power. Right. It's not ready for the potential that people can really put into it. Like you know, I'm basically just doing a song that I do with my band. And it shouldn't take this long for me to right. just track a couple of things. You know, and then even so, I, I'll even add this. At the end of um, my, what you call it? At song. the end of yeah, at the end of the song. Uh, and why can I figure out the the fact that I was trying to say song? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was doing the bass, and at the end, it goes. It's like a big rock ending kind of thing. You know, right. everybody knows big rock ending is play rock So I was doing the bass, right? And I was going, you know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it sounds like ass, but I'm like, like that. Yeah, well, going all over the map. It's like it's. I didn't. I don't. I don't. 
I don't play the bass. <laughs> the back. I don't play the bass. But I just kind of did it, you know. It, it's not exactly what my bass player does, but it's just like playing on a minor scale. I just started hitting notes. Neil is going to play that and be like, what the hell is this? Wait, yeah, here's the funny part. <laughs> then after it was all done, I played the whole song on the bass and, uh-huh. you know, through the, the practice. And it sound it came it came out perfectly. I even played it along with the actual song on my cell phone, uh-huh. and it's note for note, click for click, perfect, which is awesome. So I'm like, that's great. Now let's move on to the guitar. And I'm so oh, disappointed. No. It sounds like ass, but you know, I'm trying to do the best I can with it. Right, right. And um, you're the best around. <laughs> what was cool though? I mean, you do have full control, I guess you could say, of how your notes, note track looks, how your note chart looks, but huh. it just takes Wait, too long. Hmm? So, oh, I was going to ask because you but I think you're about to answer that. I was going to ask because, like, I know they don't let you use a controller. Right. So, like, I was wondering how you got that level of control, but I'm assuming that you use the strum bar and the buttons. Well, yeah, you have to use the strum bar and the buttons, but achieving that level of control is just time-consuming because... As, yeah. Every time I want to use a different chord setup, because, you know, the default, say you do, you know, E minor. Mm -hmm. E minor works like this. Um, The red and green is E. The green and yellow is F. And then... As as Tony would say, grr. Okay. (laughs) Grr. I never, to this day, I haven't figured out what that means. Is he saying gay or or ke, as in what? Oh, yeah, anyway, he go could on. be saying either one of those. So, basically, it's like you have red and green, green and yellow, red and yellow, red and blue, yellow and blue, red, yellow and orange, and blue and orange. And those go into E, F, G, A, B, C. Uh, yeah, no. E, F sharp, G, A, B, C. In an E minor scale. Now... You don't want to play your song. You say you're playing like a high E and stuff like that. You don't want to play high E with red and green. It makes no sense. <laughs> and if your chords are going descending, it's starting on a high E with red and green, and then going to an A, which is blue and uh, not an A, well E F G A do-do-do. B, something do-do-do. like a B. The B would be the blue and yellow, blue and uh, orange. So it makes absolutely no sense. So what Grr. I did was I what you have to do is you have to go into custom and when you go into custom you can set up which note does which set of uh keys and whatnot and then there's some weirdness where you can do like two you know three button uh chords but the three button chords correspond to something other than the it's not the first button you press or something like that and then it comes out different depending on whether you strum up or down and it could be major or minor depending on what scale you're in and it's like I want to get like a minor chord out and then in order for me to get a minor chord out in the position that I want to do it I have to set up the scale as something completely different than what I want it to be and then I have to um, go and use that scale set it to custom, set the note that I want for whatever fret position I want, then go into the mixer, hit the notes, and then either strum up or down depending on whether I want it high or low. 
So why couldn't they just let you use a control pad? Oh, they didn't use a control pad because the control pad is supposed to be limited to the mic, and it's so stupid. But that is really then again, you're kind of limited. No, you're not even limited because all you have to do is just with the guitar. What you do is you play the song, you play a long song, whatever, right? And then you can use the back button as a uh, palm mute. But you can emulate that on the controller. Everything that you can do on the guitar, you can emulate a controller and probably do it faster. And so, you, hmm? I feel like what they could have done was like spent more time on it and then give you like multiple views. Like, oh, I'm a guitarist and I know how to read guitar tabs. Let me set the guitar tabs because what that does is I don't need to I don't need to have perfect pitch to know what note I'm trying to play. That's true. So too. if I could set my guitar I set my guitar tab and then and then flip on the other side while the track is playing and I can say, Okay, this note should be green. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they have a different view, make it like garage you know what I mean? Like different yeah. views, different strokes for different folks and shit and you yeah. know, play the rest Odds of the when harmonics comes out with this is gonna be something probably of that caliber. There's also one thing I want to say before I finish talking about this. The the limitations yes, in the drum in the not drums in the guitar is when you're doing leads, mm-hmm. the leads are so screwed. I mean, I feel like I'm doing it wrong, but it, it's the only way to do it. If you're doing something that's involved in a scale, you know, you're it, playing heavy metal music. There's always you know your low root note, and you're always doing octave type things so you're dealing with both the low note the root note and the octave note of that root but in guitar hero they only deal with seven notes in an octave you know and in order to use a low oh wait you mean in the the editor you you have to like change the octave so in order to get to an octave in a certain type like for example i'm doing something i'm the whole song i'm doing is in uh d sharp basically you know e flat Mm -hmm. and I'm doing something that's basically uh, a low D-sharp, C-sharp, D-sharp, higher. In order for me to do that, I have to go into the D-sharp scale, set up my custom whatever so I can get the notes that I want the way I want it, do the low D-sharp, then switch to C-sharp, because if I play a C-sharp on the lead guitar in the D-sharp scale, it'll be the seventh note, the high one. Not the low one. Uh, so in order for me to keep it from sounding, instead of like sounding like this, like doo 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 doo, you know, <laughs> it's, it, I have to switch around the scales. And I was playing, and I'm like, why does it sound weird? And everything else sounded fine, but only the first one sounded weird. And it was because it was playing the high C instead of the low C. Okay. Hit ignore. It's not a call. It's. Uh, the woman in the other room sent me a message. I have to set this thing quiet. Quiet, you. I'm done. Done complaining. You're done. All right, I have a question for you. Hopefully you can answer it quicker than your explanation for that was. <laughs> oh, you're um, awake, Pete. Yes. Uh, okay, I don't know if you remember. Harmonics was, like, kind of asked why or, like, how they felt about, you know, Activision putting their their music maker in Guitar Hero World Tour and why haven't they done that? Mm-hmm. Um, and their response kind of was that they did something that they will eventually do, but only when they know that they can do it, like, well, only when they know that they can put it out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that it could be the best possible thing that they don't want to put out a half-assed product, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I guess they were, they kind of knew what Activision was doing and thought that it was probably a bad idea. So I guess my question to you, Al, is do you think that like it can be done in video? Like, a, can you do you think a video game can have a music creator that could potentially be good? And what would you want in it that would like make it work the way you want it to work without going into so much detail as you just went into? I'm not going into detail. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going into detail. Basically, basically, I think basically. that the, um, the, the capability of having a music editor, a music creator on a console with a hard drive is possible. And the possibilities are limitless because of the fact that you have a hard drive. But I guess there are certain considerations you have to make, but I mean, just as an aside, if they're worried about copyrighted material, then they're policing it as they are right now, so I don't think that's a problem. So notwithstanding right. copyright issues, you know, like people saying, oh, well, I, well, they don't have this song in here, so I'm just going to put this song in and build it and have people play it or whatever. I mean, I of course, think... you can do that for your own. Like, I could do, like, my favorite song and put it in a Guitar Hero and then play it and not give it to anybody. That's perfectly fine. You know? I, I, I kind of think he was asking, though, more about the interface. I know. I just wanted to oh. say that when you say something like the the possibilities of endless or whatnot, you can kind of introduce, like, why aren't they doing that? Because it can be done now. But you think, right. why are they not doing it now <laughs> if it can be done now? And I'm saying that, you know, possibly a copyright thing could happen, so let's push that aside. Now, for the quick of it, I would like to see more control given to the user in terms of the interface, in terms of how you're putting the notes on the screen. It doesn't have to be using the guitar in the fashion that it's built on, not being limited to, okay, I'm going to go and play the guitar, and I'm going to hit these notes, and... I only have preset sounds based on the buttons I press. Mm. I want to be able to... I mean, that can be an option for people who are yeah. more, you know, or should I say less, uh, inclined to the technical aspects of tracking and note charting and whatnot. But you should be able to have an advanced, a truly advanced mode where people can make one side of things, the musical side of things, where how it sounds, and the technical side of things as to how it's played. Right, that's why I was talking about like the guitar tabs for people who know how to read that. Right. It's like, offer them that choice. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to use musical notation with an extended range. Don't just limit it to whatever key you're in and the seven notes that are in it, because that's stupid. If you give the person, the entire staff, and the ability to bounce octaves like doing a normal music uh, staff that is expanding the usability for the user. And then on the other side, give the people who are less inclined to the music staff and uh, writing music type of thing that way, give them tablature, which every instrument has tablature. You have drum tab and you have um, uh, guitar tab. And just have them put numbers on a staff. And those numbers will modulate the what you call it? No, I'm trying to say the pitch. So if I put mm-hmm. 12, it's going to be a high E, quote unquote, as opposed to a low E, which would be zero. Right, 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 right. So that's that's what I'm. That's how you do it. Blah blah blah. 
That's how I do it? No, I'm just kind of... Oh, that's... A, well, okay. That's all how I'm they would say, do it. <laughs> yeah. All I'm going to say is this. Um, look up Cakewalk Pro Audio and marry that to a controller, and that's all you need. That's all i got to say. It, it, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And then let us place the jewels oh, wherever. If you want to place a jewel where there's no note being played, that's your choice. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I tried using that thing for about, like, five minutes... Like, I I didn't even want to learn it because at that point I'm just like this sucks. This is terrible. I got a question. And what you have an you, answer? Shut up. Were you trying to do something in particular? No. Oh, you no. Just I was just trying to I was trying to test out to see like how how it worked and it didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, oh, I just want to make one more comment. Uh, I was doing the bass, of course, first because uh, the guitar just really pissed me off. And I noticed that you can play open uh, string. Open notes. Open notes on the bass. Yep. But you can't play open notes on a guitar. What the hell is that? Well, because that was the whole feature. I don't know if you remember. That was the whole feature about World Tour was like, oh, people say bass is too boring, so we're going to let you play open notes. Yeah. That's all it is. <sighs> I didn't know that, but... Still. I mean, otherwise, then you'd be playing open notes on the on the guitar parts, and the guitar parts are already freaking hard enough. I think it makes so it easier, like... honestly. I mean, you'd have to completely change the, the... See, that's the problem, I think, with having open notes on a guitar. You have to completely change the paradigm of of playing guitar on these games. Because everybody's yeah. been playing for all these years, Guitar Hero 1, 2, 3, Aerosmith, and Rock Band, where the root note is on the green. Well, I say I, I say it's hard. It's be, it's going to be harder because it's one more thing to to worry about. It's six notes instead of five, and it's six things that you consider instead of five. True. And so, even though it'll be maybe cognitively it'd be easier for you as a guitar player, uh, from a video game standpoint, it would make it harder. It's, it's just one more thing to worry about. Can you imagine doing like instead of one two three four five two three four one two three four five two three four one blah, 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 all that stuff? You, now you like throw in random open notes in there. Well, you wouldn't. That's the thing. The open notes would be for like you're doing. Uh, Let's take, for example. No, but no, no, no. I, I, well, just to well, I know, but I, I'm saying that the point of having the open notes would not be to make the game more difficult. It wouldn't be. But this is to Activision. To, I know, but regardless of how they think, what should happen <laughs> and how they do it, I understand two different things. Sure, but I'm of course, talking about of course. since it's not non-existent for guitar, I'm going to talk about if I was to do it, this is how I would do it. Anything that is mapped to. Uh, Green button that is in fact on guitar and open string. An open note. It would be an it open, would note, be an open yeah. note, which would make things like one easier. It would make things like Slayer's Rain and Blood easier. All that, all what? of those alternate strumming and whatnot, where you're holding the green and you got to switch to all these um, chords and whatnot, and you're changing from your one finger on the green to two fingers on the like your last two fingers on other notes, and then switching those. Uh, it's yeah, annoying. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you can have those fingers ready on those buttons when you're trying yeah. to play something really fast. But that's my way of doing it. What's no, really that's the proper way, way of doing it. it. Yeah, I know. But I'm that's just... the non Neversoft way of doing it. Hey, let's add a third chord in here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, so, Pete, how do you like Noby Noby Boy? Actually, you talked about it in Trial of the Web, but give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Um, It's uh, a thumb. Drugs? It's a thumb sideways? I don't thumb know. Thumb drugs? It's it's a thumb in your eye. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it is that, a thumb in your eye. That that's what I said in my trial bite was that it's just like it's fucking crazy. And I don't know if it's a good game or a bad game. It's just 
I think I'll, I think I'm going to be using it as something to just like fuck around with while I might be sitting around listening to podcasts or something. Right. But, uh, for the price, I mean, it's an interesting, interesting experience for the price. Uh, although it was 4.99, but when I I got my I get emails saying you know what's new downloadable on PlayStation, and in the email it had a price at 9.99. So I don't know if that was just like a misprint or if they raised the price. Which if they raised it to 9.99, it is definitely not worth it. But oh. if it's if it's still out there for 4.99 and you're sitting around one day and just like I'm bored, I'm gonna try this game. You can't go wrong. It's like it, even just for like the one hour you might play it and laugh your ass off for how crazy it is. It's it's worth that five bucks. Does it have music in it? Um, does it have music? I think so. I played with the sound kind of <clears throat> low because I, I was okay. listening to the podcast. Um, but uh. I think it had music. It definitely has sounds. <laughs> right. That, that's why I asked because um, I was watching. I can't remember if it was uh, the One Up show before they went under, or it was. Um, I think it was the One Up show before it went under. But it could have been. Um, it could have been co-op by uh, by the guys who did the One Up show, which I don't think so. But they said they were talking about Nobi Nobi Boy, and they had gotten a preview built with no music, and so all you heard were the sound effects, and it was literally like. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> what the hell? It sounds like somebody's like farting, but it's muffled. Like maybe they're wearing three layers of clothes. Yeah, literally, it was like that. Either like, way, I'm, I'm, you shouldn't be. You should not. I, I'm just telling people you should not sit there and try to play the game and listen to the game. You should definitely be doing something else while playing it. <laughs> like kind of mouth hanging open. Like what the hell is this? Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to know if there was music because I would actually play it with the music off because I'd want to sit there and listen to because <laughs> because it sounds it sounds so amusing that I think I'd get more of a kick out of the sound effects than I would actually play in the game. But I think I think that sound was like him stretching out. Maybe I don't know. But um, maybe. Yeah. So that's that's on Pete's trailer bite. If you want to hear about Nobi Nobi Pete, um, it's there. And uh, my trial of bite was basically me bitching and moaning about how I couldn't play games because I was working till like ass o'clock. So yeah, that's you can listen to that anyways. But you probably already have, and you probably hate me for it because I said that you can't enter the contest anymore because you're late. Let, actually, let's see if there are any straggler emails. I had more stuff I want to talk about. You talk while I while I scour. Okay, well, because I mentioned in my trial of bite that I wanted to talk about Street Fighter. On the cast, you can talk about that. Sure. Did you guys? You guys played it, right? I forget. I played we, it. I played it. Yeah, I played it briefly at an event, uh, and Al actually played the retail copy. Okay, so then Al, I'll, I'll ask you this because I love the. I played it on the PS3. I'm assuming you played it on a 360. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I love the game obviously because Street Fighter is amazing. Um, but uh, did you notice that the this is my one complaint about? It. Did you notice that the load screen is like incredibly long between matches? Um, is it, oh, that sucks. N- no, <laughs> uh, I I didn't notice because I was too busy talking with my friends. Okay, I was playing with a friend too, but. Maybe it was just because it was just us two, and we were playing, like, it was kind of late at night. We we actually played for about a half hour. I think it was, like, 12.30 to 1. I um, played it from 
3 to 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then you were even later. But, like, it was just me and my one friend. And, like, whenever – if you're just doing rematch, it's – you know, it loads back up quick. But if you go to character select, at least on the PS3, after you select your character, it has to bring up that, like, stage loading screen. And it seriously – I don't know. It's, it's, like, there for, like, 30 seconds. And it's, like, really awkward silence because we're just, like – Yep, waiting to fight. Um, I think they definitely should have had music on the loading screen, just something, because there's no sound whatsoever. So well, it really is except for the indestructible sense. song. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? As a matter of fact, um. I also, I, I, I guess you could say I played it. I fought like two rounds with Rose, but this was um at a family gathering with my fiance's and uh, her little brother. And her co- his her cousins, I guess you could say, um, they were playing Street Fighter Four on the TV, and everybody was watching and whatnot, because um, they were showing her older brother. The load screens actually were not long at all. On I wonder if they're longer on the PS3 than the 360, then, because they, I mean, they they were obnoxiously long to me in my in my view, um, and I mean. I know, like, with the old Street Fighter games, you, you, there wasn't, like... There may have been a load screen, but it was quick, because I know you would, like... Me... When, okay, Xbox Live Arcade with the the original... The uh, Super Street Fighter 2 uh, Championship Edition, not the... Well, it was Championship Edition that was released, right? Uh, first no, one? Turbo. It was not Turbo? Super okay, Street what, Fighter 2 Turbo, but Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Hyper Fight. Right, that one. Okay, that's the first one that was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Charlie played that a lot, and... We would constantly be switching characters and stuff, and there was like it was there was no hesitation. It was like bam, fight. Okay, switch characters. Bam, fight. And this, like me and my friend, were actually hesitant about switching characters because, like, it was like okay, in the time it takes us to switch characters and load up another round, like a, a new fight, we could have probably like had two or three more matches. I think that's because, um, well, you you were only talking about hyper fighting on three sixty, right? Uh, yes. Um, I think in Hyper Fighting and in Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix, all those assets may be already in memory because there's no loading time on Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix either. Really? I have to get that then. Um, and honestly, just with my experience of playing Street Fighter 4 and then going back and playing Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, it might be a long time before I get Street Fighter 4. Only because... Really? Only, only because I feel like the system is the same. Besides the fact that you have a lot more complexities, and then I read Dave Serlin's uh, article that I sent Austin. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, I was like, oh, here he goes again. And then I read it. And I'm like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't know I don't if I want to play it. Play it now because of what he's saying, and it's like, well, I, not that I don't want to play it. Hmm? What's the article about? I don't even it's know about how Street Fighter 4 is not simple and it's not casual friendly and about how there's a lot of stuff in the system that's not accessible to people, but yet people have reviewed it and given it like 100 out of 100 scores saying that it's the best, you know, Street Fighter, it's more um, accessible, but there's so many things that make it not accessible in a realm that most people who it's made accessible to probably won't even be involved in, which is tournament play. Right. But they, he was basically bringing up examples such as um, combos that can be linked to. It's basically, a, I guess it's a bug or something that's broken, although he says that in the training, they give you moves. They give you moves that utilize this 
sort of bug where you can chain low short into very devastating moves. And he's saying, but it shouldn't be there because it would turn the game into just go into low short and do something destructive, which ki- completely kills the game. You know what I'm saying? Which he'd yeah. probably do all the time because he likes to take advantage of that type of right. stuff. Um, so he was talking about that, and he was also talking about the fact that in order to do ultra, it's two quarter circle forwards and all three punches for you know the Hadouken brothers or whatnot. That's what they call yeah. Um, that <laughs> is <laughs> that is not accessible because if you're playing on an arcade stick. Especially, I guess, because if you're playing on a pad, it's easy. You just map one button to three punches. But if you're playing on an arcade stick, doing two quarter circle forwards and three punches and actually having it come out as an ultra is probably hard. Most of the time, you'd probably be doing two punches, depending on how your fingers hit the the buttons, and then yeah. doing a super as opposed to an ultra. You know? Yeah, I see what or you're saying. Or an EX as opposed to an ultra. So he was saying that that makes things a little bit more difficult. And then there's some other like little tidbits and knickknacks, like how the option screen is so backwards, because instead of setting up what the, instead of mapping the buttons to the commands, you actually have the buttons and you map commands to the buttons. So instead of going oh jab sh- jab strong wait jab short whatever the fuck it is, I know what, what you it? mean. <laughs> jab strong yeah, 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 yeah. fierce short forward roundhouse yes jab strong fierce okay I know what those buttons do I know what I want for those buttons and short forward roundhouse I know what those buttons are but now it's like X X can do such and such and then if your arcade stick <clears throat> if you use an arcade stick and you're not familiar with it you don't know where X is yeah right so right. It, it takes longer to set up your buttons and you, then you it, know what's hmm? you know what's funny about that since the dawn of Street Fighter on consoles it's been the right way, and then why do they change it now? Right. Because they thought they were making it more accessible by doing that, <laughs> but it of probably course. isn't. Well, I mean, all they need to do is like have six empty slots at the bottom and say, okay, now I want to choose what move I want to do, and then I'll press the button. Right. If you really want to customize it that way. True. Yeah. But, um, 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 I just want to... Um, 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 everybody um, said I'm at the same time, so I kept it. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm taking, the, I'm taking the range. I'm pulling rank. Uh, <laughs> I was looking up stuff for the Blu-ray drive load times. Because you know how back in the day when people were, you know, they were still, like, shitting console war shit. Like, oh, PS3 is worse than Xbox 360. No, it's the other way around. Xbox 360. But mm-hmm. this, this whole hubbub about the, the drive read speeds, like the Blu-ray drive reads at 2x, and then the, and it reads DVDs at 8x. I don't know how... you They don't have any video games on non-Blu-ray discs, right? If you have it on PS3, they have to be on Blu-ray discs. Right, correct. Unless okay, you're playing a PS2 on your PS3, if you're lucky right. enough to have one that can play it. Yeah, I, I think I know. I was just gonna say that maybe that might be a factor, like just the read speeds of the discs versus the read speeds of uh, a 360 drive. But I, I, I think that's probably essentially a non-factor since they're all on Blu-ray discs. I don't know. It, I, I, maybe were you playing it on your PS3 or a, a friend's PS3? I forget. I was playing on a friend's PS3. We both have the same model PS3 though, the original 60 gig. I wonder if maybe it uses the hard drive for caching stuff, or, or the, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to go over there because I don't know, and I don't want to get flamed by idiots. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, it could be. It could just be that, you know. So, but I mean, I've noticed, not not recently, but like I've seen comparisons before in loading times, and uh, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, I think that. Well, uh, bottom line is, I know that one console consistently is slower than the other. 
as far as far as the way it used to be. So maybe it's just I don't know. Who well, knows? see, I, now now you just reminded me. I do remember that a lot of PS3 games came with mandatory installs to help you know decrease right. load times. Right, right. So maybe it is just a problem of the disc read or something like maybe. which maybe Street Fighter should have had the option then to like load stuff. Indestructible. But uh. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I just wanted to make one quick comment because like Al brought up that article and I didn't know anything about that but I was just going to say that I like I, I kind of think I agree with what Jeff Griffin from Giant Bomb says where that the game it works on many levels Street Fighter 4 itself works on many levels if you're playing with like-minded individuals because me and my friend are not like the best fighting game people uh, but you don't have to be to play against him yeah like and right. it it works like how street fighter should work we just know like old school street fighter mechanics we don't even know like focus attacks we have to learn that shit um right. so like for us that's like the game it seems like it still seems perfect it still seems like street fighter and we're happy with it and you know hopefully if we advance in knowledge of the game mechanics hopefully we'll both do that together so that you know one of us doesn't just start demolishing the other one but um I don't think that uh I I mean I I haven't read the guy's article so I don't know exactly what he's saying but like I don't think to say that it's not as casual as it appears to be I think that's wrong like Well um what he's saying because um the focus thing also plays into it is that it's not as accessible meaning you can't you don't get access to the whole game unless you learn a lot of high level shit like you right. just said you you basically explained it. If you don't understand focus attacks, and you don't understand the ultra revenge EX combo system, blah blah blah, right. um, then you're basically playing Street Fighter Two. Yeah, but in which it, case, like, why bother? Not not right. why bother, but you can you could see it that way. It's like I I, I waited all this time for Street Fighter Four, um, and now I'm basically playing Street Fighter Two in a new skin. Right. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, that, that, that's essentially what I'm saying. It's like, you're, okay, you're playing Street Fighter 2 right now with better graphics, and you're, you're not getting Street Fighter 4 as a casual player. In order to get Street Fighter 4, you actually have to be an intermediate to expert player. You have to spend time learning the game. And then he was talking about something. I, don't, I didn't quite understand how I can um, put this into words myself, but he just said that there's a lot of single-player activities that you have to do in order to make the game function multiplayer. Um, oh, outside I think unlocking like characters. Unlocking ca- oh, really? Huh. Yeah, but basically he's talking about learning the focus system and right. learning certain combos through the training mode. He says that takes away from being able to jump into the game and, you know, play tournament. But again, un- like, like what Jeff Gersman said, as long as you're playing with like-minded people that are the same skill level, then you don't need to do that stuff. So that guy's kind of like, he's kind of saying like, he's kind of taking the whole world into account. Like that, I guess the majority of people playing this game are going to be, um, or like the people who are industry fighter are going to be at that advanced level. But right. like, he's not taking into account that maybe, maybe friends that are just, suck ass Street Fighter players are just going to play against each other and have a blast. Like, me and my friend are perfectly happy with playing a better looking uh, new character, including Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think that he's not taking into account the fact that a lot of people don't really care. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that that is, um, you know, perfectly fine. And I, I think that he has a point with his view, and at the same time, you have a point with your view, and they should coexist. 
I don't know how they can coexist, but basically, <laughs> well, you can say yeah. Street Fighter Four is really accessible to people because it's Street Fighter Two with some added stuff, and it's really fun. But at the same time, you can say, but in order to really get into the meat of the game, you have to really spend some time and maybe go a little more than casual into the game. Yeah, here's here's my take on it because I've you know I've had my own little personal uh, personal feelings about what what Serlin has written in the past, and he's a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. He's a very competitive player. He's very in, he probably knows like he's one of those guys who knows the game inside and out to a level that you that 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 us three combined will never even scratch the surface of. And so he's writing from the viewpoint of like, well, look, I worked on HD Remix, all right. And, you know, this is the way that that game went. And so I'm playing this new game, this Street Fighter 4 game that's supposed to be, like, the follow-up to it. And if and, and everybody's been saying that their hope is to get is to make a game that everybody can play and understand on a full level, and it just doesn't. You know, and Pete, I think you're an example of that. It, even though you don't care, it's going to be hard for you when you do decide to care, or if you do care. I think his, his, his issue is not about people caring on it. His issue is about when people want to do something... It's not going to be as easy for them to do as everybody thought or made it made out that it was going to be. Right. Because you know, I'm I'm, I'm talking to Seth Killian, in um in the in the event which you know I, I've never got permission to post yet, which kind of pisses me off. Nah. But um, it, it's like I I just been blown up. Anyways, so and he's just like, oh yeah, you know, it, it, it you people are playing it like Street Fighter Two, and they come up to me and they're like, dude, what the hell? So 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 new about this? This is just Street Fighter Two. This sucks. And he's like, you're not playing it right. And so wouldn't the goal then to be make the game such that people understood why it was better or newer by letting you do those new things without having a lot of hassle? And it just according, – according to Serlin, I'm not going to say that he's right because I haven't played it. But according to him, it's not easy to do. And this is a guy who's competed in tournaments. So if a tournament player says something is really hard to do and inaccessible, then you know it's kind of hard to do. And it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but you know, say, I, I, I'm remembering a couple of things now. He was mentioning the two-button throws mm. um, as – that's not being simple because uh in order you know in order to throw somebody you have to now not just walk up to them and press hard punch you have to walk up to them and press two punches or whatever it is and that, that I don't have a, a I don't have a gripe with that I don't I, have a gripe with that at all right but he does yeah. and that I was just yeah, saying that yeah. that's that's one thing and then the other right. thing was uh canceling which no real casual player does anyway I don't do Roman cancel. I I, mean, I play what, guilty. What gear. is the Roman cancel again? Roman canceling is when you're doing moves and then you cancel a move so that you can get into a more powerful move. So it cuts out the animation. It's it's very complex oh, to me. Oh, I just know that it's two in ones. Yeah, you can do it for two that's in a, ones. Th- wait, you... that's a regular fierce into dragon punch. No, but you can actually cause a Roman cancel in Street Fighter Four. Like how in Guilty Gear, if you press. Um, Three, any of the three attack buttons, you get uh-huh. the little red uh, circular things around you, and you cancel the move you do. Oh, that's it, it's in a command to do a Roman cancel in. Oh, I see, I see. I would love to learn that. Yeah, they have that in Street Fighter Four. Right. See, but I think that goes to what he's saying is that this is a type of thing that should be accessible to people, even if they don't care. Exactly. They will end up getting. I, at least the way I see it is that the more you know about a game and the and the more you can do with the game just increases the possibilities that you can have with any given thing. So, like, I mean, ignorance is bliss, sure, 
but you could be having so much more fun with something if you knew how to do it. And if something is hard to do past the point where which you care about it, then you don't get to do it, and then you don't get to enjoy the $60 that you spent on something that is actually worth $60, but mm-hmm. they don't make it such because they say, oh, well, if you just want to play Street Fighter 2, go ahead and play Street Fighter 2 because you know we're not going to make it easy for you. Right. And so while I don't completely agree with him, I can see where he's coming from, and I, I do think that's a problem. Not for me personally, but I think that if they want to... To, if they want people to feel like, because not everyone's going to be happy with just Street Fighter Two, mm-hmm. like me, they're going to be upset. Yeah, they're going to be <laughs> upset I that. Already. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, what? Th- it was exactly what you're saying. This like you have Turbo Remix. Why bother getting this new one if it's going to be such an such a pain in the ass to do? You know, my friend and I will kind of be the test case because I'm going to want us to learn the new mechanics. Right. Like, cool. I'm going to want us to learn how to like fully use like Street Fighter 4 for its full potential and we'll see how well we're able to do right. that and if it makes the game more fun or if we like get annoyed with it and would rather just be playing Street Fighter 2. Right. Yeah, definitely and, give us something. Yeah. And my hope, yeah, give us a run cuz my hope is that like is that cuz he again, he's very very particular and I don't want to say nitpicky because he has a a whole vast of knowledge and you know, usually when someone in that position says something, you listen. Mm-hmm. But like I don't want it to be the case where, like you said, it becomes too much of a pain in the ass for me to learn that it doesn't become more fun. Because, like, that's the whole balance there. If it's not fun to learn, no matter how much fun you could be having doing it, it's not fun because you, you it's stressful to learn. Right. Like It's like, um... <laughs> being guilty gear. Or, or, like, expert on Guitar Hero. Yeah, or like, expert That's on a perfect Hero. example. Like, I'm playing, like, Guitar Hero 3 is the limit, and there's some really crazy stuff in the, um... In the what's it called? In the uh, uh, in the world tour version, mm-hmm. with this touch strip and all that stuff, and like, yeah, that stuff sounded like fun on paper, and I wanted to learn it. And I'm like, my experience will be better once I learn it. Then I actually tried it, and, and I was you like, you know what? I don't want to learn it yep, because my experience right now is not fun. So no matter how much better my experience could be once I finally learn it, I don't care because it's not worth the trouble going through it right now. And I hope that you know. I hope that that's not the case, and I hope that Serlin is just kind of being critical about it because, I, you know, he works for Capcom, or at least he he works on Capcom properties, and it's something that he loves dearly. And so, you know, he it's it's in one's nature when you like something so much to to nitpick at it mm-hmm. because you want it to be perfect. Right. And so I hope that's just the case. But like, if I go into it and all this stuff is like just crazy to learn, and mind you. I still need to get a joystick. There's no way I'm doing all this stuff on a D-pad. Yeah, on, not on the D-pad, but on the 360s D-pad. And stuff I want to like try that. and find then, that controller. You know, they said that um, yeah. it's good. Like it and it kept on getting sold out. out. And it sold out. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's that's. I mean, that's Serlin for you. So mm-hmm. um, but yes, Pete wants to mention one more thing about his balls. Uh, just one last thing before we move on to whatever we're moving on to. I this will be the last time I mentioned flower. I just want to. <laughs> give a defi- I just want to give a definitive Flower. statement on it for anyone who didn't listen to my trilobite. Worth the ten dollars if you have a PS3, buy it. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you have to be high to play it? No. I'm kidding. You have to be open minded to play it. It oh. sounds like oh. high. Oh. 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 So if someone doesn't like it, they're closed minded. No, not Ooh. necessarily. But you you have to not go into it thinking, oh, this is gonna be gay or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. that's how you have to go into a lot of things. Well, yeah, yes. like, like Nobi Nobi Boy, yeah, Katamari Damacy. Uh-huh. God, I want to play that game again. Anyway, all right, we're moving on to I have no idea.
All right, we're we're gonna um take a little bit of bucketness. There are only a few topics because uh because I I didn't sleep and I couldn't sleep and I was working and so I didn't I was bad and I did not contribute to the bucket. Um, Pete has no excuse except that he was also asleep until two in the afternoon. <laughs> well, I have uh, stuff ready to contribute to the bucket. All right, paste it in the window then. But we're gonna go over uh. Uh, Al, I want Al to talk about his voot. Oh my god! Virtual and oratorio tangrams coming out for Xbox 360. <laughs> I say heard that. virtual... <laughs> yeah, say that slower. Okay, I'll say it slower. Wow! Virtual on oratorio tangram is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade in April. Virtual on oratorio tangram. Virtual on oratorio tangram. Virtual on oratorio tangram. Yeah, I could ju- you could just Virtual see, like, oh, no, the, the guy from Family Guy. The guy with from the, Family with Guy, the... and you see, like, Temjin with his sword is going back and forth, like, zooming in and out. <laughs> Wacky, wild, waving, <laughs> label are filling to a bend. Oh, even better. Temjin on his on his surfboard when the sword Virtual on Oratorio Tangram. But anyhow. For, um, yeah, for those not in the know, what is this game and why should they care in in two minutes or less? Virtual on is a giant robot fighting game. Yes, already I care. And it <laughs> was excellent. It came out for uh, Saturn. It was in the arcade. It came out for Dreamcast. Sega this particular Dreamcast. version was a Dreamcast version. Uh, they had twin sticks for it because that's how you controlled it with two like flight stick type of things with two buttons on it. And um, it was a blast to play. It was arcade. It wasn't like you needed to learn anything particularly complex. Uh, it was great fun. And it was a, there was still a, a meta game in it that you wouldn't really know unless you spent some time learning the game, which was awesome too. Uh it last time it came out was in Dreamcast, which was many, many, many years ago. Didn't really have a good release in America. Um, I got the Japanese version, and it is a game that hasn't been around. Has I mean, they made a sequel to it, Virtual One Force in the arcade, just four-player Virtual One, and then Virtual One Mars for PS2, which wasn't really all that good. Um, and now they're bringing it. Oratory Tamgram, which is, you know, the Dreamcast one, excellent game. 20 seconds. 360. Funny thing about it was that my godfather's brother and I were talking about it just a week before the announcement, saying, wouldn't it be great if that came out? And look, it came out. 10 seconds. Oh, you beat it. Nice. Okay, that's Voot. Um, Persona is coming out for the PSP, which is kind of a. Uh, it's not a big deal. Well, it's a big deal most, to me because for I most people, no, 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 no I'm, I'm saying, let me finish. It's uh. not a big deal for most people because they don't give a shit about Persona, but they should. Oh yeah, yeah, should. and it should be a big deal. Yeah. So I will buy this because I have Persona Two, um, ex- external punishment. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 eternal punishment, but like one of my friends on a message board accidentally said external punishment, so it was like, ooh, S and M. But um, no, it's like it's one of those. That in that game, if they yeah. feel like. Yeah, it's one of those cult things, and because I have Persona 3 and 4 for PS2, I kind of feel like I have to own the first one at some point. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to remake it, I'd rather have that. Um, and then there's Rock Band, Little Big Planet, and Assassin's Creed coming to PSP. The Rock Band thing, at first, I was kind of like, huh? And then I read somewhere that it was going to be like Amplitude, and I'm like, now I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Like They're not trying to force some stupid thing. They're like, you know what? We're not even going to try to squeeze like a, a, a stupid drum set into this thing. Or we're not c- going to just make it an up, down, left, right bit Britney's dance beat. Like We're going to make it like Amplitude. And Frequency and Amplitude ruled. So, yes, very happy. Um, one thing I actually want to talk about, talk about for, for two minutes. Um, somebody can start the clock on me. But um, Mad World having 480i... 
Um, I, I, I feel like I'm being petty when I complain about this, but I'm really not because, I mean, we are in a time frame where a lot of people, no matter if you own a Wii or not, um, th- they're likely going to have some sort of uh, progressive scan TV. Mm-hmm. And Especially now that you have a situation where you, even the smallest LCD TV costs just a little bit more than a tube of similar size. Yeah, and it's like, I I don't know. It, he, here's what the Kotaku article says. This is upcoming black, white, and red Wii title Mad World's a unique-looking game. It runs, however, in 480i and not the more kosher, HD kosher 480p. Surprised? IGN's Matt Casimus-Hassimus-Hassimusina noticed <laughs> that the game was <laughs> was running in 480i while capturing the videos. Usually, lack of 480p support can be credited to developer laziness. No way such a claim can be leveled at Platinum Games or Mad World, and I think he says that because... um. Platinum Games has a pretty good uh, good track record. I think like a lot of the people aren't they? Compri- isn't Platinum Games comprised of a lot of ex Clover Studios people? Yeah, they're the close. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's understandable that like no, you know, they're not just being lazy. Like maybe there's a reason for it. And so he says, I'm wondering then if the studio simply wasn't aware, which to me says laziness, wasn't aware that 480p is kind of a big deal for a for a chunk of Wii owners. Um, hmm. And I, I think it is. 480p. Huh. That's a wonderful Kami's 480p. It is, I think. It should be. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Because, like, I know that because, you know how I have my whole monitor set up is that I have a VGA box for 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 P, for Progressive, and a VGA box for Interlaced. Mm-hmm. And that's why, for me, like, I understand why this might not be a big deal, like, a huge deal for the, for the main populace. But for me, personally, it really makes me mad because I have to sit there and switch back and forth between, like, um, like I'll have to go into the Wii menu. Yeah, and then I'll have to select the game. And then in the middle, i got to switch really quickly. And the same thing happens with Mega Man 9. Mega Man 9 runs in 480i, okay? And so I'm sitting there, and I'm, um, I turn on my Wii, and then, like, switching it to 480i just, just makes it crazy. So when I was playing Mega Man 9, that was the only thing I had been playing for a long time on the Wii. In fact, that's the last thing I played on the Wii because there's nothing out. <clears throat> but um, that was the last thing I was playing, and... So now it's just in 480i, and I'm I'm too annoyed. I'm too annoyed to be bothered to switch between the two. So it boots up in 480i mode, but the menu screen is in 480p. Wait, so basically, for what? the Wii menu screen is in 480p. Oh, oh, oh. So like, I um. I I know where the Mega Man Nine item is mm-hmm. on the screen. It's on the lower left hand corner. And so basically, I sit there with my... Re- this is kind of retarded. But I sit there with my re- Wii remote, and I, I, I slowly scroll down. Because you know how it vibrates when you click over things? Yeah. I wait for three vibrates, and then I click, and I hit it. <laughs> and that's how I... Ca- because I'm too... Even though that takes more effort than switching the cables... It probably takes like, less time. I can't... Yeah. It ta- now it takes less time because I'm familiar with it, it. I can't be bothered to switch the stupid cables because it wouldn't put it in 480p. Damn it. Anyway. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, have you ever seen like a 480i thing on a 480p? Like, not even a 480p TV, but like a regular. It looks terrible. I. That's weird. I. I'm kind of tempted to boot up Mega Man Nine on my TV. I don't even. I didn't even recognize. I think my TV might upconvert, because I. I can tell when something is 480i on my TV because it changes the resolution. Yeah. But online, I, yeah. it didn't do it. And, and the thing is, again, Nintendo doesn't have to do anything. They don't have to make their consoles high enough because they're making money hand over fist. Yep. It, and, like, if they lose me as a customer, they don't care because they have a million more. It, it just is frustrating from the standpoint, and this is why, like, 
in the beginning when everyone was like, oh, let's give Nintendo a chance. You know, they, they say their stuff isn't going to be in HD. Let's, you know, let's hold off and see what they do. I'm still mad about that. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about the fact that now there's lag on my TV because it has to upconvert the 40p image into high def. That's so wild. it's like, it's, it's, it's short-sighted. It's short-sighted and it's stubborn. And yeah, I guess, again, yeah, they're making money, but it just, it, it, it just shows that they really don't care about their older audience. They're older. They're... <laughs> traditional right. audience, I should say. They don't care about the considerations. That, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's TV's fault. <laughs> so who knows? But, um, yeah, let's all blame TV because parents can't be bothered. Oh, my God. Pete has, like, 27,000 news topics. Uh, we're we're going to pick... Pete, can you, you know, can you just run down the, the titles and, like, the first paragraphs of them and then, like, pick one, that one or two? Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll go quick. Especially since we'll, you have to go. We'll call these Pete's Pot Shots. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Japanese court blocks sales of R4 cart. Uh, for those who don't know, the R4 is a flash cart that goes Thank in the God. DS to uh, to pirate games. So yay for Japan. Arr. You know, st- somewhat stopping piracy, although it probably won't do much, and I doubt like it it'll, it'll stop the sale of the R4 in other territories. But still, one step closer to anti-piracy. Um, okay. Donate chair. Wait. Uh, blah blah blah. Donate, donate Games Charity launches to fight rare diseases. Uh, there's this new charity uh, called, uh, well, it's at donategames.org, and basically what it is, you, you can donate used games to them to sell for cheaper prices, or you can buy used games from them, and then the money goes to help people with rare diseases. So, uh, I mean, I understand if you want to trade in your game to EB if you're getting like 30 bucks for it, but if they're only going to give you like a buck 75, maybe you want to donate it to this pl- uh, organization instead and help save people. D O N A T E G A M E S dot org. Donate games dot org. Fuck yes. EB. <laughs> uh, Dave Perry says PSP 2 is real, could come by fall. Um, basically, David Perry was talking about how, uh, like, Ah, crap, I don't remember. He said something that he Downloadable saw, games. Yeah, he saw a prototype or something that, like, he said Sony is definitely working on it and that he has inside information or whatever that it's real. And um, while, while that could just be considered rumor because it's not actually someone inside of Sony, uh, Giant Bomb had a follow-up on the story where they talked with a Sony representative who said that... Who we did can't not say, comment, but... Who did not say no. What, what was that, Austin? No, I said, we can't comment, but... Rest assured, it's something important that we're looking at. Something like that. Well, he didn't even say we can't comment, did he? I don't remember. He's, it's, basically, he it said that uh, digital distribution is an important like plan for their future. Basically, it was, right, right. It was almost a confirmation. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Barack Obama addresses games in congressional speech. Uh, basically, he was just mentioning that uh, parents need to, you know, be parents, which is it's just nice to actually finally hear someone of authority you know, state something like that, so maybe we'll see less stupid, you know, laws trying to be passed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, two other quick stories before I get to the one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Wisconsin adopts new DLC tax. Um, their Governor Jim Doyle will impose a 5% tax on downloadable content on uh, beginning October 1st, 2009. Uh, sucks for people in Wisconsin, and it really sucks because this will probably, if it works there, it's going to probably spread everywhere else. And right mm-hmm. now, I don't pay sales on digital content or sales tax on digital content, and I would like to not have to. Yeah, that's going to be trouble. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, what? Where's uh? I just I'm, I'm at the giant bomb thing and I'm trying to find the quote. Uh, Excuse me. Perry also states that blah 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 blah. Okay, okay. Sony responds to PSP2 speculation. I can't comment either way. 
But I will reiterate that the digital component is very important to us. That's all we can say at this point. So he did say, like, I can't really comment. But, again, like, like yeah, it is important. And it's, it's more than just the usual we don't comment on right. rumor speculation. Rumor speculation just cut off. Right. Like, yeah. He just said, I can't comment, but I will anyways. Um, okay. And which then, is the uh, one you want to talk about? What? Can I take a, which is a quick pot shot? Yeah. yeah. Al's pot shot! I just wanted to verify that Mega Man 9 is showing up as... Interlaced on my TV now. I can tell how. How does it look? Uh, it looks fine to me. Because but... it looks like crap on my monitor. But again, I'm using a monitor, and not a TV. Mm-hmm. And mine isn't up converting it, so it's showing it as like 480i with the you know pillow box and everything. Because I've played some 480i games on the um on the big TV, and it just not only does it lag, but it also looks even worse. Like it's just ugh. but um. But you know what's weird? All my other games, well, not all my other games, but my virtual console games, they're in 480p. They're just, just you know, yeah, I know. It's weird. I know. Well, it's you know why? Because it's not a virtual console game, and so like right. the hardware itself probably they, they I don't know whatever. It's stupid. Anyway, Pete, what were you saying? Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, EA, oh, by the way, I, no. Oh, <laughs> EA, EA considering release dates more carefully, new strategies following lower than expected sales of Dead Space and Mirror's Edge. Basically, EA has realized, hey, we can release games at other times of the year, and they might actually yes. sell better. Yes. yes. Thanks. Thank you. Can you post the link? I want to read that. Oh, yep. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Hang on. <laughs> there. Okay, let's see. This is from 1up.com. Part of the UGO Network. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you haven't been to 1up recently, they had a very mild redesign, which actually makes it look a, a little bit nicer with the buttons on top. So visit that. Um. A common thread from last year. Oh, this is from Cat Bailey. A common thread from last year's holiday season what the, was that there were just too many big games. While the industry as a whole did well, a few unfortunately got lost in the shuffle. Games like Mirror's Edge, lower than expected sales from Mirror's Edge and Dead Space, have prompted Electronic Arts to more car- more carefully consider their release dates. EA Redwood Shores general manager. Whoops, I totally messed up that sentence. Okay, that guy told that sentence to us, yeah. He (laughs) believes that it's time for the games industry to take a few lessons from the way movies do things. Quote, I think the industry has finally gone, wow, we could probably just come out just like the movies do. Movies launch on Christmas Day, they they launch blockbusters during the summer, and now we're learning that we could probably launch a game at any time, and if it's a good game, it will be well-received. Resident Evil 4, Burnout Paradise. Nice to know that Electronic Arts has finally come around to what gamers have been saying for many, many years now. Let's see if they make good on those promises. Like I said, RE4, Burnout Paradise, they came out in January, and they did well, I think. Actually, you know what? Before I even spat off at the mouth, let me check that. You mean on, in that month? Over the lifetime. Oh, right. well, over the lifetime, yeah. Both games. Resident Evil 4, that came out with like four different versions? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I that is an important distinction, actually, that you said about you know January versus lifetime. Um, but I, I do say that's important because I want to bring up the fact that first month sales shouldn't mean anything if you're trying to go for the long tail. Very true. That's that's the whole thing about the long tail is that it lasts a long tail time. Well, you know? like you said, definitely Burnout Paradise came out in January and did well. Skate came out early in 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 the year at some whenever when it came out, right? I'm pretty sure that did well. Uh, I think so. I. Let me see if sk- they have skate sales. Skate. I thought I remember skate coming out in like a January. <laughs> Skates or are cartilaginous fish belonging to the family Retidae. <laughs> it is super super order Batoida of rays. There are more than two hundred described species in twenty five genera. Okay, so when I type in skate, I didn't expect to get the video game, but I expected to get like a roller skate, and instead they give me like a uh, 
a fish. <laughs> okay, thanks, Wikipedia. Um, skate video game. Okay. Uh, sales. No sales numbers. Oh well. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like um, everybody's like, oh, it's it's the best year for games because they notice that during the holiday season, there's Metroid Prime Two and Metal Gear Solid Three and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and all this stuff that comes out at the exact same time, and you know. I don't know. It's like 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 they say. It's not a matter of oh, I can't afford all these games at once because I'm going to buy it later, mm-hmm. or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's not the problem with it. The problem is the marketing and the attention. It's like, what's coming out this holiday season? Well, it's Metal Gear Solid Three and whatever, whatever. What else? Well, Metal Gear Solid Three. Well, what else? Oh, Metal Gear Solid Three and a half. I don't know. So it's like, what about um, what they cite Mirror's Edge already? Um, oh, Skate 1 came out in fall. Okay, Pete has confirmed that Skate came out in the fall, and Skate 2 was the one released earlier this year. So uh, you can throw pies at him, and he will eat them. But, nom, um, nom, 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 nom. But nom, yeah, nom, I mean, it, it's like when, like, you could, we could be hanging out, playing some games, and, like, Pete, you could be like, yo, um, what's the next game you're going to get? And I'll be like, you know what? I don't know. Because all that's in my brain is like, you know, everybody's talking about Metal Gear Solid and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I want but I can't think of at the moment and I probably won't be able to think of unless I look up a release list because, like, everybody always focuses on the big stuff. And I fall prey to that because I'm dumb. But that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, Should I do this last story? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you guys do input on this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go quick so you can be ready. Microsoft lists nominees for 2008 Xbox Live Arcade Awards. Vote through the Spotlight Channel from March 3rd through the 10th. Um, the the story's on one up by Steve Watts. It's basically just listing off the nominees. But yeah, you can go Steve on to Watts. your Xbox Live new Xbox experience, and uh, I guess there's a Spotlight Channel where you can vote for Xbox Live Arcade games. So I'm going to list off the the categories and nominees, and you guys real quick say what you think. Best classic remake game: Bionic Commando Rearm, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, Mega Man 9, Galaga Legions, or Res HD. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix. Ditto. Yeah, I'd probably say it even though I haven't played it yet. I haven't played Red, Res HD or Galaga Legions, though. I've played uh, Res, Res HD and I love Res it. Res HD was good, uh, but I would say if, if it was any choice besides Street Fighter 2, I would say Mega Man 9. Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're all good. They're all freaking good, though. I, I would have a hard time, like... Really, really voting. This is just a gut reaction. But yeah. yeah. Best graphics: Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, Geometry Wars, Metro <laughs> Evolve 2, Braid, Castle Crashers, or Bionic Commando. Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Best innovation in Xbox Live Arcade: Braid for time travel. A time travel for- potion that doesn't run out. <laughs> a Kingdom for Keflinks, use of avatars, Fable 2 pub games, retail game integration, and plus level sharing or Duke Nukem 3D dynamic replay. Did not play any of them, but based Braid. on what is there, no, I would I would guess Braid. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the time travels that original. Well, not um, it's not time travel, but it's the way in which it's used. In yeah, the, it, it's integral to gameplay. It's necessary, not like it's a gimmick. Wait, okay. wait, wait, no. I think I'll say Duke Nukem 3D. See, I would say Fable 2 pub games just because I like the idea of the separate games being integrated with the main game, even though the, the pub games are apparently crap, but I like the idea of <laughs> sure, the sure. separate games being integrated. Okay, best solo game, Braid, Mega Man 9, Penny Arcade Episode 1, Res HD, or Portal Still Alive? Mega Man 9 because that's the only one I played on this list. <laughs> um, uh, well, you played Mega Man 9 for... Well, it doesn't really matter where you played Mega Man 9, I suppose. Um... 
Uh, I would probably... Wait, what are the games again? Braid, Mega Man 9, Penny Arcade Episode 1, Res HD, or Portal Still Alive. Uh, I would say people need to play Portal on the PC, not the Xbox Agreed. Arcade. Agreed. So yeah, I would say it's I between... I would say definitely not Portal. It's either um, between Braid and Mega Man 9. Or Res HD, because Penny Arcade is not really... You know what? I'm going to go right right now. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to ignore alive. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Best competitive multiplayer games. Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, Geometry Wars, Retro Evolve 2, Soul Calibur, Meteos Wars, or Age of Booty. I'm going to say Soul Calibur just because I know how it played, uh, I know how it used to play even though I didn't play it on 360 and I like that. I like Soul Calibur sh- slightly better than Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. So. Really? Soul Calibur. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with that. Soul Calibur has been like one of my all-time favorites like ever. Uh, I'm not a big Soul Calibur fan, so I would say Street Fighter 2. Soul Calibur. Best Sorry. co-op multiplayer game. Castle Crashers, Schizoid, Bionic Commando, Rearmed, N+, or Geometry Wars Re- Retro Evolve 2? Mega Man Castle 9. Castle Crashers. <laughs> I <didn't laughs> say Mega Man 9. <laughs> I would have really liked to have still had my Xbox to play Castle Crashers, and that probably would have been my choice, but since I didn't, I'm going to N+, just because it's on this list. I didn't play those games either. You know what? So, I'm mad. I'm mad that... Um, my virtual console games are they have they're stretched out if I uh, play a widescreen oh yeah so I have to switch my TV to 4x3 Sorry, I was just playing Devil's Crush while... It's uh, okay. If you're going on a tangent, I'm going to give a quick story about N Plus and co-op because I played that with Charlie co-op and he was so bad at the game that he had to put the (laughs) controller down. I would have to finish my character then pick up his controller and do his character for him. (laughs) Damn, that's rough. (laughs) Uh, Best family game. Almost done. There's only this one. Yeah, there's three more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Boogie Bunnies, Rugu... A Kingdom for Keflings, Lost Cities, or Meteos Wars? Meteos Wars, just because I like Meteos ideas, and I haven't played anything else, so... <laughs> I, I, I don't have a family, so I'm going to say Meteos Wars. <laughs> Mega yeah, Man I don't know what most of these games are, so... Duke Nukem 3D! Banjo-Kazooie. I'm going to say Rugu, just because it's funny. Duke Nukem 3D, damn it! Okay, fine. That's the original game. These are the two good categories. Huh? These are the two good categories. First is best original game, Castle Crashers, N+, Braid, Penny Arcade Episode 1, Schizoid, or Age of Booty. I haven't played any of them, but based on what I've seen, I have to go with, I'll go with, uh, Braid. You're incorrect. I'm sorry, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say this is one of the two best of categories? This is, these are the two good categories. It's, there's best original game and then best overall. So these are the two good categories, the ones that are important. So oh, original. Is you this? know what? I missed. I mixed. I mixed up original with innovative. So no, not braid. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll say based on what I've actually played, I don't know. But N plus, I've played the flash version of N, and that was pretty cool. I just, I still haven't played the retail version though. Can, can and I, I know, I know that, I know that gives Pete a boner. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> can I get that list again? And whether it's original or overall, it's best. It's this original. one is best original game, and the it's Castle Crashers N plus. Braid, Penny Arcade Episode 1, Schizoid, or Age of Booty? Damn. Well, Shake it, baby. Well, I'll save you time. The correct answer is N+. <laughs> I, know, I told you to give him a boner. There's a correct answer for this one? That's yes. Cause, that's because Pete wants N+, in his balls. Probably. Because I was going to say, uh, Cast Crash is not original. Um... M plus no, is... it, it's an, no, no, it's an original property. Right, I think that's what they mean. That's, oh, why, that's I why I... P. That's why yeah, I originally it said braid. Say it. 
in the uh, it doesn't say it in the in the heading, but I think that's what they mean is original IP. Oh, that's why um, I said braid at first because I thought I was like, wait, innovative. I, we already did that. Let me go with M plus because like that's actually a even the Flash game is pretty good. So yeah, that's true. Um, I guess for PD I'll say M plus. Who you got a triple boner? Even though I never played it. Braid's probably gonna win that category, but N plus should. Uh, and then best overall arcade game, Braid, Street Fighter Castle, Two, <laughs> Castle Crashers, Geometry Wars, uh, Two, Street Fighter Two, and Portal still alive. Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two. I'm sorry, I I, Street I, Fighter Two. I'm an idiot. I, 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 Castle Crashers. Yeah. Then again, if there were four people in my house with controllers, or you'd probably say Castle Crashers. I would say Castle Crashers. I like got gotcha. one person. Fair and enough. And a pro, whoop my ass. <laughs> I play Street Fighter. If I had enough. a controller that was capable of playing Street Fighter because I get pissed off playing Street Fighter by myself now, mm. Street Fighter. See, if I had all these ga- if I saw an Xbox and I had all these games, and since N Plus is not on this list, which is, like, stupid, um, <laughs> I would probably, out of the ones that are on this list, I think I would end up choosing Braid if I played all these. Dude, I'm playing N Plus right now. It sucks. Fuck you! <laughs> I-, I quit the podcast. <laughs> All right, so that's oh, it. Oh, what uh, a crappy game. Look at these terrible graphics. Oh, my God. People, guy... <laughs> people who are out there, go on, if you have your Xbox, go on your new Xbox experience and <gasps> vote for these games and make hey, sure to vote up N+. Hey, do you know if N+, has a Steam release, or can I only get it on 360 and portables? Uh, it, N+, you can only get it on, on 360 and portables. I'd love to play it on my laptop. Yeah, I was like, going to say. When I travel. Track, but PD knows the answer. See, he is the N+, man. I think N+, you need a controller for um, oh, I'd, I'd bring I'd bring a gamepad. Oh, okay. But... Yeah, M Plus so. is definitely not in Steam. It's one you... of those things that I feel like I don't want to play on a portable because when you're playing on a portable, you're using the buttons on the device that also has a screen, and so like you might be prone to like moving the thing around, and I might move the thing around and die because it's a hardcore platforming thing. So I'd rather have it on a screen, but I can't bring my 360 with me. So that's why I was wondering if there was a laptop release. But I'll just play the Flash game because it's better than the actual game. SN. Yeah, it's better than M+, because M+, right. sucks. Because it's N. N+, plus is shit. N. N. Okay, that... <laughs> yeah. Okay, T- Pete just typed in word. Quick main topic. Ah, I don't think we have time for that, unless you meant that this was our main topic. I, th- I think oh, our no, main I, topic was... Uh, the fight. strategies thing. No, <laughs> oh, well, strategy I guess thing? that was. But oh, yeah, no, strategy and tactics, which was completely unintentional. I like them. Are we, do you want to not go into detail on it now and just save let's it for talk another about that time? Next week. Yeah, let's do it next week. You the only thing minutes. is, uh, just I guess I'll tell everybody I'm not going to be here next week. Oh, Yay! Best episode suck. ever! Oh. <laughs> All right, you owe us three trilobites then. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's a right. trilobite man. I really want to get in on this strategy versus tactics discussion, though. So we'll, save we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it. So people who are emailing, email about that topic. Yeah, yeah, strategy, tactics. Next week's versus mode. We'll come up with something Winner, really cool. Winner, the person who sends in the best email will win something special from me. Oh, Ooh. do we do we get to know what it is yet, or are you gonna sh- save it for the actual? It's episode? a mystery prize, but here's a hint: it's probably crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cigarette. It's a cigarette it's butt. N plus. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a cigarette butt. All right. So if you send in a good email about strategy versus tactics, if you win, you get something crappy from Pete. I mean, something great from Pete. Um. Quick pimpage. Al plays hair. I don't, but I do play guitar. And I have pictures from my Metallica concert from January. Beedly, 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 I just beedly, posted beedly. them. 
And that's at xlm2k.blogspot.com. xlm2k.blogspot.com. I might um, take a video if I finish this uh, song from my band and band comes in tonight and we play it. Uh, I'll do it. You know how they always have those things where they have the artist who has a song, a rock band, or a guitar hero, and they're like, oh, it's so cool. Hurry up, to hurry up. I gotta go to the bathroom. The hurry up. Well, I'm gonna have that. Like it, it was funny because when I was playing the bass, I was like, "Dude, it is so cool to have your song in a video game." That is true. Where can you when find When I used Pete? to make bad techno, um, I was able to put it into Step Mania, and I was like, "Oh, look, there's my song in Step Mania with uh, Step Jobs." Bad techno, huh? Yes, I made horrible techno. Horrible. Te- How do you make? Hor- I don't want to know. All right. Oh, so you were saying something? I said, "I said, hurry up because I have to go to the bathroom." No, but you were saying you can find. Oh, you can find Pete where? Oh, Facebook. Pete Vellucci Jr., two L's, two C's. Go to drfishypants.com. Dr. Fish is a fish and a pants. L-U-C-C-I-J-R. The boy is Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bye. For Al. Rock band over Guitar Hero. Agreed. Parting his girlfriend's icky sticky lips to a place. What the fuck?